Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Harvest Horror Fest. Greetings, everyone. And like all good things, our Harvest Horror Fest annual, sixth annual, is coming to an end on kind of uh, a high note, I think. I enjoyed this movie. But uh, this movie that we're going to review for episode 347 is Five Nights at Freddy's. And uh, I am your host, Mike Talent, with with me as usual is uh, Matt? The most talented. Matt the most. Matt the mostest talented it. There you go. So, all right, Mike, this is going to be a fun one. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be a fun one. Um, uh, so, Matt, we also have a giveaway uh, this week, right? Yeah, you already want to do the giveaway? I haven't even done the the breakdown or nothing, Mike. No, no, okay. I don't want to do the giveaway. I'm just warning people about a giveaway. And then you know, now we could roll into the, the breakdown. Now they got to make know. sure and listen all the way through for the giveaway. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, like that teaser thing that they do. See, that's why you're a better host than I am. So I'm sorry, Mike, but the end of the sixth annual Harvest Horror Fest means that you are now the permanent host forever. Uh-oh. Well, I guess this is urgent and breaking news. I'll, I will have to deal with this next week. <laughs> okay, we'll see. All right, all right. So uh, sixth annual Harvest Horror Fest is coming to a close. All of you are happy... Oh, no, Mike is not happy that it's coming to a close. I am happy it's coming to a close because we can get back to watching movies. Real movies, yeah. not garbage. Yeah, and Matt, I'm sure your supply of your tasty beverages is, is is dwindled drastically, so you need to move on to the next big thing. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot left. I, I have one just for this podcast, but yes, we will discuss that later. But okay, Mike, you want me to give the breakdown for five night five nights not five night five nights at freddy's yes why don't you go ahead and do that man okay let's see if i can do this because there's a lot of uh writers on this because it's based on a video game and i think they gave like everybody credit so here we go five nights at freddy's was directed by emma tammy it was written by scott cawthon seth cootie back i think that's cootie or Kudback. Maybe Kudback. I'm going to go with Kudback. I think Kudback. Kudback, not Cuddleback? No. See, I probably should cut all this out, but I don't have time this week. It's Emma Tammy also wrote, participated in the screenplay. Uh, Chris Lee Hill and Tyler McIntyre. So Five Nights at Freddy's stars Josh Hutcherson, Piper Rubio, Elizabeth Lal, Matthew Lillard, Mary Stewart, Stewart Masterson, Kat Connor Sterling, and David Lynn. Let me go back to the other page because I'm not fancy like Mike and have like 9,000 screens. Five Nights at Freddy's. Here's a little synopsis. A troubled security guard begins working at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. During his first night on the job, he realizes that the night shift won't be so easy to get through. Pretty soon, he will unveil what actually happened at Freddy's. Dude, 
that was a great i think you're way better at it than me i don't know i think i screwed up some of those names but i i whatever and i do perfect at that right you do you're a rock star mike you are mike the most talented talent mike ever all right matt um i'm gonna go ahead and give you my first impressions i had no idea i haven't played the video game uh i didn't know much about this movie but i liked it i i thought it was it was fun it was different and it actually had more of a story than i really thought it was going to so that was all good in my book okay so i am conflicted uh i guess is the nice way to put it uh i played the first video game i played it years ago i believe that it came out in 2014 and that's when i played it um for those of you who do not know five nights at freddy's at least the original and i'm pretty sure the subsequent sequels and spinoffs because they had some other ones that were not titled five nights at freddy's but uh uh, they're actually point and click adventures which takes me back to my days of even before middle school sitting on computers and doing point and click adventures you know like king's quest and stuff like that you know all the old school stuff but um it's a very good game. It's really smart. It's really scary. It's really dark. So I enjoyed it. I, I just didn't hop into the lore of it. I haven't played all the other ones. I don't know a lot about it outside of the first game. But um, I thought the movie was okay at best. Um, I liked that it had a story, and I liked that josh hutcherson you know you get this feeling between him and his sister and what's going on they really kind of developed all that stuff but i don't really want to call this like a horror movie because it it really only has a handful of horror movie parts and i think the choice to make it pg-13 was a positive and a negative because the younger kids are the ones that want to go see this because they're the ones that really love this video game. When I say younger, I mean probably, you know, under 18 because that's kind of when this whole thing kind of played out in the past, since 2015. Um, so I just, or 2014, 2013, somewhere in there. Uh, I, I just, I don't know if that worked for me. I would have liked to have had more of the... Uh, horror elements the more blood guts and gore and scariness and uh, i like that it was all practical effects Uh, i liked a lot of things about this movie but i didn't love it and i will be honest i wanted more i expected more even though you loved it okay that's fair dude that's fair um not playing the video game probably left me more of a blank slate i i don't know like and i just was like oh okay Let's see what they got. So I like that. Uh, the practical effects, I thought they were great. Um, I don't think there was... There's probably a little bit of CGI used in a couple scenes. Um, obviously, the, the, the like you said, the PG-13 was a very prominent choice in this movie to give it the widest audience uh, that they could and and man did it work this is the highest uh grossing blumhouse movie uh ever so uh for the first weekend it made uh 80 million dollars in the u.s it was something like 87 in the u.s and it's like 130 worldwide yeah which is no, insane and- that's insane numbers for this world 
Yeah, and it and it 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 beat out Halloween uh, the twenty eighteen uh, release, which was awesome, and made like seventy million. Well, Mike, so you having a clean slate is actually, I think, a negative. Because I believe everyone that really loves this movie and what's really driving the sales is all the people that went and played the video games at least more than one. Because like I said, I only played the one because I was talking to uh, some friends on Facebook and stuff where they were just slamming me about how, oh, you didn't like it? What are you talking about? You didn't like it. And I was explaining my point. They're like, well, it's just because you don't know the Lord. You don't know this and you don't know that. And I'm like, but you got to understand, I'm, I don't, we don't call ourselves critics here. We're reviewers. We're normal people. And the thing is, I'm going to watch it as a person that hasn't played all six video games. I, I want to know, and we will find out later what my 80 year old, 81 year old mother thinks or my 30 year old younger sister thinks that you know hasn't played the video games either uh, those are the people that you know matter but i i understand everyone that has played the snot out of this video game really got more out of this movie and that's great there's nothing wrong with that but it needs to be good for all audiences for it to be a good movie all right all right but i did enjoy the um the character development uh you know in this movie you actually Got to know the main character a little bit and his troubled history. And, like, you're like, why did he go do some things that he did? And, like, it kind of explains it. Like, I liked all that. I thought that was that was great. Uh, I'll try not to get into the spoilers too much. But I think that was one of the best parts of the film was the relationship between Mike and his younger sister, Abby, and him having to take care of her. Um, I wish there was a little bit more development on the parents. I will say that that it's not a spoiler. He has parents. Everybody has parents. But I wish yeah, there was yeah, more of that, and I can get into that more in the spoiler section. But um, okay, Mike, do you want me to do my uh, incredible, awesome, amazing scrum dillyumptious giveaway? Yeah, dude, let's do it. Okay, so this week we got the second half of a giveaway we had a couple weeks ago. Um, out today, released today on Blu-ray is Mission Impossible dead reckoning part one and i'm not sure if they're still calling it part one or not because i was reading somewhere that they're not calling the follow-up part two they're calling it something else now did you hear about that mike i hadn't seen anything on it yet but i'm i'm sure i i'll, I'll see something soon i don't know might have just been bullshit that i was reading but oh well anyway so mike um i picked the question on the mission impossible uh digital release giveaway what are you going to have our listeners email you for our physical copy giveaway? And you remember, you got to email Mike at realfilmnerds.com, or you can email me or the podcast in general, which is Matt at Real Film, Film Nerds or Nerds at Real Film Nerds. But Mike likes it the best. He keeps them nice and talented and involved in doing things. So, Mike, what what question or what question email whatever what response or what what do our listeners need to do to get a copy of uh, mission impossible dead reckoning part one on blu-ray uh all right matt so last time you had our listeners uh email us in what tom cruise movie they would have liked to have been in and why and so matt i'm gonna flip the script i want our listeners to write in and tell us what movie they wouldn't want to be in with tom cruise and why Oh, I see what you're going for, Mike. I see what you're going. You're going dark. 
yeah, I'm going dark. Like, you don't want to be in the Mummy remake? Well, tell us about it. Uh, you know what? That probably would be my vote just because I heard it was so bad. I still, to this day, have not seen it. Yeah, but, you know, let, let, let's, let's, let's see. You know, you don't want to be in Oblivion? Tell us why. Or maybe uh, Risky Business. Is that the one where he slides out in his, his underwears? Yeah, yeah, I think that is Was that, that is Risky Business or was out. that Cocktail? Yeah. Oh, shoot. No, I think it was Risky Business. Okay. Well, that one, because, you know, I don't want to immediately make it go from being rated like PG-13 to rated X because, you know, I I wouldn't be able to control myself, Mike. That's why I couldn't do that one. Right, right. Like It would just fall out of the drawers. Yeah. Like, do you not want to be in, in, uh, you know, Rain Man? Tell us why. I would love to be in Rain Man. That was a great movie. Days of Thunder, Oblivion. Of course, well, we talked about this, you know, um, when we did the last giveaway. I would like to be in ninety percent of Tom Cruise movies because they're awesome. Yeah, I mean, he's done. He has such a vast career. He's done all kinds of movies. A few Good Men, dude. That is a good flick. That is a really good flick. Man, the cast on that too. Okay, we're not here to talk about that. Damn it, I need to all stop. Right. We're here to talk about Five Nights at Freddy's. But before we do that. I'm going to read the business for this uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning physical Blu-ray release. So make sure to email Mike. Mike at Real Film Nerds. Uh, I like it when you email Mike. Keep him busy. He he loves checking his email. I do. I do. I do check my email a lot. So, all right. Here we go. Bring home Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 on 4K UHD disc and digital now. Tom Cruise stars in the film critics are calling the biggest and best action movie of the year. By Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 on 4K, UHD disc, and digital today and go behind the scenes with incredible bonus content. It is available at participating retailers, rated PG-13, and again, it's from our super good friends over at Paramount Pictures. All right. Thank you, Paramount Pictures, for these awesome giveaways. And Matt, so with that, I I feel like I'm getting a little bit thirsty. Are, are you thirsty, Matt? Mike, I'm always so parched. So parched. It's all the talking and the screaming and the yelling and the excitement. Ah, yes. Your D-backs are in the World Series. That I'm not watching on Halloween night. Matt, I guess, what are you uh, drowning your sorrows in uh, for this fine morning, evening, afternoon? Ah. Well, Mike, thank you for asking. I am drinking my usual, my last one of the pod until next season. I swear I won't drink any more of these because I'm sure everybody's tired of me saying the same thing. So I'll just make it quick from my buddy, Eric, and your buddy, Eric, and Real Film Nerds podcast buddy, Eric. I'm drinking another Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Mm-mm-mm. Mm, sounds delicious, Matt. I am uh, once again back to the uh, Aldi pumpkin beer, starting to run out of uh, the pumpkin beers over here. So I think uh, winter is upon us. Uh, Like they said in Game of Thrones, winter is coming. Well, dude, it is definitely here in P-Town because this morning when I got up to go play on the radio at 8.30 or 8 o'clock or whatever, whenever I got in my car and drove downtown, uh, it was 34 degrees out. Wow. Wow. That's, that's, yeah, winter, winter's there. That's a little chilly for me. 
little chilly. So, all right, Mike. Well, um, I can see you anxiously awaiting your favorite segment of the Real Film Nerds podcast. Mike, what is this week's ghoulish dad joke? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. Yeah, I wish it was themed. It's not. Uh, if you see a crime at an Apple store, what are you? Crime at an Apple store. A pie thief? No, you're an eyewitness. Oh, because you're the one written, witnessing the crime. Got it. Okay. I was thinking yeah, you were the one it's, doing it's, the crime. Okay. No, yeah, but it's like a little eye, you know, oh, like oh, an iPhone oh, yeah. or eye. Oh, yeah, I get it. That's that's lame. All right. Dude, you need to find, you should have found something uh, Halloween themed since it is Halloween. Even though this podcast is coming out on November 1st, it's Halloween for us. So sorry, we're recording this in the past. Yeah. So, okay, Mike. All right. Uh, I don't think this one should be too difficult. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. We will find out. Mike, how does Five Nights at Freddy's relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, there was no real direct tie-ins with our our, our, uh, stars in the movie. So I did dig down a little deeper, but I was able to find um, the composer of this mo- movie, the Newton Brothers, uh, worked in the sound department for uh, Avengers Endgame and Avengers Infinity War. Uh, it says V-Cello. I'm not sure if that means violin cello or what that means exactly, but they were in the music department. You might have to contact IMDb for that. Uh, that's out of my uh, level of expertise, Mike. Yeah, but anyway, there it is. We got our tie-in. Life is good. You got your tie-in, because that's your segment, man. You own that shit. I am never going to do it. If uh, you end up quitting the pod because I'm a jerk or because uh, you have 12 more children, uh, the MCU tie-in will die with Mike Talent. But I don't think that'll ever happen. I think the podcast will fall completely before you ever leave. So That's right, dude. Matt, what do you always say? You're not a quitter. I am not a quitter. I mean, you can tell that with episode 347 here. Yeah, not a quitter. Well, dude, what does that say about you? You're not a quitter either, Mike. No, no, definitely not. So, okay, before we start getting into what we're talking about for next week, um, we are now in the spoiler section for Five Nights at Freddy's. Mike, do you want to spoil it first, or do you want me to roll into it? Now, see, you're the host. You should be doing this, but I don't care. I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. Um, Matt, I, I think I want to talk about the animatronics in this, dude. They were they were awesome. Like, I thought that was really cool, the, the uh, Freddy's. Is it called Freddy's, the place? I think it is, right? Uh, Freddy the, Fazbear's. F-A-Z-B-E-A-R-S. Yeah, Freddy F-A-R-S. Fazbear's Pizza. Yeah, the Fazbear's animatronics were awesome, and those were created by the Jim Henson Company, which is really cool. Yeah, no, that's one thing that's awesome is how well done they all are and how well they move and the puppeteering and everything. I mean, it's it's one of the shining stars of this film is the practical effects. It, it truly is. Um, 
I think the big reveal at the end was kind of lackluster, but uh, I will be honest, I did not see it coming. Uh, I thought said person, I, I, I don't know if I want to spoil it because it's kind of big. Yeah, it's kind of big. But I think said person had a very small bit part in it. I was like, ah, okay, that's what that is. Okay, screw it, whatever. And then said person pops back up and I'm like, oh, that just blindsided me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And and speaking of that, Matt, it was I almost thought that having um Matthew Lillard in this this movie Spoilers, super was, spoilers, was, jeez. Was a kind of a callback to Scream and like his role in that and this is like ushering in a new era of like a horror movie, kinda like Scream did at the time. I don't know about a new era. I, I mean, because dude, there's been a lot of animatronic films with killer animatronics before five nights at Freddy's now five nights at Freddy's is the original. It's just those other films beat this one to the punch like this movie. I don't know why it took so long to come out, but this was rumored to come out. Like when the video game was first produced, like it was supposed to come out a couple years afterwards. I mean, it's been in like some kind of development hell. I don't know why or what I didn't research it for at least five or six years. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. When I was kind of glancing over some of the trivia, Matt, it did talk about you know that movie, The Banana Splits. Yes. A- apparently, that's kind of based on Five Nights at Freddy. It was like ahead of the 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 game, I guess. Uh, probably. I have not watched that movie yet. We do own it. I bought it for Harvest Horror Fest in the future, and we haven't done it. Maybe we'll have to do it next year. But uh, the other one, the one with um, Nicolas Cage in it, where he li- literally doesn't say a word, I don't remember the oh, name yeah. of that one, but my God, dude, that one, that's like the super horror movie elements of it. But I will be honest, that was not a super great movie. Like this was better than that piece of crap. The The most interesting part in that was the horror movie effects. The acting was garbage. And the fact that they got Nicolas Cage to do a movie where he literally they can't pay him to say anything. That's like the big <laughs> redeeming qualities of that film. Yeah, dude, that's nuts. That is that is so crazy. Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't remember the name of it. I would have to look it up. You got you got your IMDb open. You could probably look it up. But uh uh f- like I said, I don't hate this movie, but I don't love this movie. I wanted it to be better i wanted more of it but there's a lot of elements i really enjoy um i hope this is a resurgence of matthew lillard i like him as an actor i've always liked him as an actor but he's always kind of come and gone you know he's never really had like a big career since like the 90s slash early 2000s you'll see him pop up every now and then but that's about it hmm uh matt the movie you're talking about was willie's wonderland there you go yeah, and it's apparently just a ripoff of of Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, and they both came out this one, that one, and Banana Splits before Five Nights at Freddy's. And I can't judge Banana Splits, but I can judge the Nicolas Cage one. And oh my god, dude, that was rough. Yeah, no, um, I don't know. I I had a great time with this movie. Um, the only thing that I thought was weird and and it explains itself 
a little bit was the police officer kind of thing. But I think it lended to the movie quite a bit. It definitely adds um, to it, but she was attractive. That was nice. But it was just kind of random why she kept showing up and popping up. And Yeah, that that was the only part that was a little bit... Like, at first it seemed okay, but it was like, how do you know all this stuff? And it just got weirder. But, um, oh, Matt, you know, speaking of that, uh, the three Bs, this movie doesn't have... You know, it doesn't even really have blood. This movie is just... And that's not true. It does. Beast. It does. It it does a little just bit. Just not a like, lot. Just, yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, I guess this is a spoiler, but when, when the, the person gets like chomped in half, uh-huh. uh, I, I noticed that they did that in the dark and you didn't see any blood. And I was like, oh, that's to keep PG-13. Well, there was some, but not like, it wasn't like overflowing. And uh, you remember the original security guard who got his face all hacked up? Yeah. Like it doesn't it show away. any of that, but yet towards the end, it does show his face all chewed up with blood on it. Yeah, but like it 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 cut away. It was very yeah. quick, yeah, and it was after the fact. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Correct. A lot of things were cut away. Like also, Matt, what do you ha- think happened to um the um aunt, the the aunt that wanted the daughter? Or oh, wanted dude, his good question. That's a good question. I mean, I I think she probably got murdered. Uh, she probably did, but I, I yeah, don't know. I don't know. They don't really go back to that. Um, and then and then and then another great question is: Did that animatronic walk all the way to the house? How did it get there? Yeah, that's a good question because it climbs in the cab with them. The not the cab, but the Uber to go back, or maybe it was a cab. I don't know. I don't remember. It was it was a cab. Was a I cab. think, but okay. like. But, but like, it, it obviously didn't ride in the cab. Like, how does it hail a cab? Right. Did it fly? Yeah, because it doesn't talk. Well, see, now, Mike, you're exposing some plot holes. See, your rating's going down as you talk. No, no, it's not going <laughs> down. I, I still like it. I still like the movie. I'm just saying there's, you know, there's, there's always things. You yeah, know? Oh, yeah, dude. There's always things. But I don't know. I mean, it was okay. I, I don't know. It, it could have it could have been a lot better. It also could have been a lot worse. What about the 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 dream stuff? Like trying to relive your dream every night. That was nuts, dude. I don't know about trying to relive it, but trying to control your dream in your subconscious was pretty wild. Yeah, but like to try and remember like some extra detail that was nuts. Well, dude, I I think it added to the story uh, again. I mean, all that stuff is great, but it it. It's more of like a thriller than it is a horror movie. And I mean, this is Harvest Horror Fest, Mike. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It it wasn't quite a horror movie. It had horror elements. Yeah. But it was and not. And it's a horror video game for sure. They say it is. Is this, Mike, is this going to make you want to go and buy the video games? Because you could even get it on that lovely device you're holding in your hand. They made it for smartphones too now. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I have time for it, man. Mike, where does all this time go? That is the question. That is literally the question. I, I don't know, man. I guess just between uh, obli- uh, family obligations and 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 work, it's like poof, it's gone. Well, dude, remember when we had time? We just didn't know it. No, I don't. But um, uh. 
where's Mike's time? Where's the Mike time? Is that when you go to the theaters and take a nap? Yeah, dude. That's when I go to the theaters. Like uh, when we're going to go see the new uh, Martin Scorsese movie, I'm going to need to have like several intermissions, dude. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. It's like three hours and a half. Yeah. Speaking of time. Yeah. So I will go ahead and do it since Mike is already alluding to it. Next week's pod, even though the movie has been out for two or three weeks. Yeah, it'll be three weeks, I think, when by the time our pods comes out. It's fine. It, you know, I still want to go see it. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to get crap for it on the radio. But I'm going to go watch it and talk about it on the radio on Friday. Uh, we're going to go see Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro's latest film, Killers of the Flower Moon. And it is punching in at three hours and 26 minutes. That is a long movie. That is, man. That is a long movie. That's like uh, Lord of the Rings long. And uh, what were the last? What's the last three and a half hour movie you watched? Avatar. <laughs> Probably Avatar. I was thinking one of the Avengers, but Avatar was since then. Yeah, I think Avengers Endgame was three hours. Yeah, it was like right at three hours, maybe a little over a couple minutes or so. Sure as heck, didn't feel like it though. No, but I mean, there's so much in this this the story. It's so complicated. It is. It is. I, I mean, I'm excited for this. Uh, the one thing that I do know and did hear about um, is that Martin Scorsese originally put a intermission in this film so that people would get up and get a drink, alleviate themselves, and come back and continue the movie. And originally, the West Coast and the East Coast, which always gets movies first, had the intermission in it. And everyone else took it out, and he's not super happy that they took the intermission out because he wants people to pay attention to this film, be readily awake for it, and really dive into it. Because it is uh, based on a true story that was, well, a recent novel, but based on a true story. Yeah, I think an intermission for that kind of length is fine, man. Uh, Didn't... uh didn't uh let's see i can't think of the name of the movie it was like eight the hateful eight didn't it have an intermission uh i don't remember if the hateful eight had had an intermission but uh planet terror and death proof sure as heck did i remember that yeah but that was two full movies yeah those were two hour and a half almost two hour long movies back to back yeah yeah but I feel like Hateful Eight had it only in like the 70 millimeters because so, I watched it on the 70 millimeter or whatever. Or, yeah, right? no, I didn't get to see it in 70 millimeter. That would have been awesome. That was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, Frankie Lala, my brother-in-law, went and watched uh, Oppenheimer in 70 millimeter while I went and watched uh, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Dude, at that point, I had already seen you know Oppenheimer and I was like yes I want to see it in 70 millimeter but I need to watch Barbie for the podcast gotcha yep okay well um it was cool to see it I was going to try and see Oppenheimer in like a more premium format but like uh, they didn't have one very close to my neck of the woods so I had to watch it and I think I watched it in the Cinemark XD but there was like 
there was like several versions of it and I wanted to see it in one of them and they're like, yeah, that one's only in like a handful of cities. Yeah, well, the 70 millimeter had showings in Phoenix, but it was only at one theater and they were all sold out. And we were in California and the town we were in in California had a 70 millimeter projector and it was not sold out at all. And I should have just freaking gone. I should have just not slept and went and gone or not worked or whatever. Because I, I really kind of wanted to see it in 70 millimeter, but it's fine. I still got to see it in the theaters, and that's what really matters. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So we're going to watch uh, Killers of the Flower Moon um, next week. And uh, I guess, Matt, this, this kind of wraps up our Harvest Horror Fest this season, 6th Annual. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I look forward to watching w- w- Friday the 13th part five n- uh, on the seventh one. Is it part five? Cause we did part four this year, yeah. right? Yeah, we did part yeah, I four. I don't remember. Yeah. I just, the, the final chapter. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. Part four, the final chapter. Yeah. Part five, the continued final chapter. I don't know. I don't know what they call yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, final chapter Phoenix. I don't know. It rises. So, okay. I'm going to ask a couple questions then, Mike. Um, let's get your rating though. First, how many reels do you give five nights at Freddy's since, uh, you loved it and I thought it was just mediocre. Uh, I'm going to give it four out of five reels, man. I had a great time. Yeah. See, I should have just argued more with you because Mike, uh, like I said, I, I don't think it was incredible. I didn't think it was horrible, but I didn't think it was great. Uh, I give it two reels. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, two. So, okay, this gotcha. now loads me up for my next question that I want to ask you. So, Mike, since Ooh. the Harvest Horror Fest is your baby, it's your favorite time of year, it's your favorite thing to do, it's the bane of my existence other than existence itself. Um, Mike... <laughs> that's a good look on your wow. face wow that that was deep man <laughs> was it okay uh i know that went really dark i'm sorry but i thought it was pretty funny um mike out of all the films this year not last year not next year not five years ago mike what is your favorite harvest horror fest film of 2023 Ooh. Wow, uh, I'm gonna go with Saw uh, Ten, Matt. I I really like Saw wow. Ten. I felt like it was a reinvention. Really, the opener of the Harvest Horror Fest is your favorite one of the fest. Wow, yeah, nice. Yeah, what what's your favorite uh, movie during the, this uh, Harvest? Oh fuck, dude, you know what it is. You you can guess it. Uh, maybe. Maybe is it the final chapter? Hell yeah, it was Friday the 13th the final chapter. Dude, it is my second favorite Friday the 13th movie out of all of them. It is just so good. It is so bad good. It's so bad good, yeah. I mean, my favorite is the original. It was really... You can't knock the original. This one is just... It's what you think of when you think of Friday the 13th is the final chapter. It really is. It is. It is. It, it has it all. It has it all. It has the three Bs, big time. Especially that one. Now, they're not big Bs, but there's a lot of them. 
That's right. So it's just a lot. It, it, it it's the whole package. That one, but I I liked I like Saw X, dude. I thought it was. I don't know. It seemed like a. Like the, the the franchise is taking itself seriously again, or something. I don't know. Well, that's good, man. And I'm sure we will probably have another Saw X, maybe Saw XX, or do you think they're going to do Saw X One? I think they'll do Saw X One. Okay. Or maybe they'll be like, um, like Fast and Furious, and they'll be like Saw Ten Plus One. Oh, there you go. There you go. I like that. Like, but they'll spell out T E N, but and then they'll have one as a Roman numeral, and then on the next one it'll be like saw, and it'll be a Roman numeral ten, and then they'll have like a plus, and then like a two, like written out in words, like T W O or something. What know? about two saw two furious? <laughs> Might as well. Might as well, dude. <laughs> That's where they go to Japan. <laughs> no, that wasn't. No, that would be a, a, a saw drift. Sorry, my bad. Oh, drifting yeah, saw? Drifting saw, yeah. See, this is perfect, Mike. We can go on forever with saws if they keep this going like Fast and Furious. Yeah, and then, I mean, you have to. Like, they're starting to enter into the territory where it's totally fine to go to space. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Saw in space? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They'll, like... I don't know how they do it, but somehow they'll send somebody up, and they'll be like, get all mad at the space station or something, and, you know, people got to die. Hell yeah, dude. I- I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So... All right, Mike. Any other jabber you wanna you wanna roll out here for the sixth annual Harvest Horror Fest finale? Uh no, no. Uh, thanks for listening to this year's uh, Harvest Horror Fest sixth annual. Um, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, I mean, we we squeezed five movies in this year, Matt. You know, a little bit tight. That's why this one's coming out in November. But hey, five. So. That's that's pretty cool. Well, I think it was and, warranted uh, though. I mean, this came out in October. This podcast is coming out in November. Uh it's a long October month because the month started on a Sunday. So, you know, I mean, we almost had five Wednesdays. We almost had five Wednesdays. So I, I think it's warranted. Uh it was it was a good time. I know it's your favorite thing in the world, Mike. But uh, you know, is what it is. It's our one fun thing we do, I guess, outside of our regular fun things every week. But this is, you know, specific, and we're not going to change it. It will continue as long as the podcast continues. Yeah, yeah. No, this is fun. So uh, next week, we're back to our normal format, I think, maybe. Oh, balls. That means I have uh, to host now, don't I? Yeah, I think so. all right. Uh... All right. I, I, I think that's it, dude. Um, do you want to take us out of here? Oh, Matt? yes, Mike, of course. For my last one of the year. For a full year, this is my last outro. Actually, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how things go. We're just going to roll with the punches. But thank you, everyone, for tuning in for our sixth annual Harvest Horror Fest. Not Halloween Horror Fest. Not Harvest Halloween. Sixth annual Harvest Horror Fest. We will chat to you next week, back with our regularly scheduled program, I guess you would say, even though it's a few weeks behind. 
But don't forget to follow us on the Twitters, uh, formerly the X is formerly known as Twitter. I don't know. People have stopped saying X formerly known as Twitter, and some people still do. So I'm just going to keep it going. X formerly known as Twitter. It's kind of like Prince, right? Yeah, it is. It's the symbol. Like no one could say it, so they just said the artist formerly known as right, Prince. Right. Well, the weird thing is, is when you type in in the URL, it's still Twitter.com. So explain that one to me. Uh, they still own that domain name, but I'm sure they have X too. If, oh, they probably don't. No, have I don't X, think huh? they do because when I go to Twitter.com, it's Twitter.com. When I flip through stuff, it doesn't go to X.com. It doesn't like forward. Yeah, they, somebody's probably owns that domain and they're not giving it I up. I wouldn't, not for a few billion dollars or a few million. I'd be okay with a few million, like 20. But anyways, so follow us on X, formerly known as Twitter. Follow us on the Facebooks, the Instagrams. Uh, I post the same stuff at all three of them. Don't forget to join our Facebook group where people talk about movies. Most people don't. It's usually just me trying to get people to talk about movies. But why not hop in there and get a conversation going if you can? Um don't forget to enter our giveaway for your free copy, Blu-ray copy of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Thank you for joining us for another incredible Harvest Horror Fest. We will chat at you next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Welcome, everyone, to Ma Hinshaw Loses Her Cookies. Episode 36, Five Nights at Freddy's. Welcome, Matthew. How are you? I'd be a lot better if you weren't using your speakerphone to record the podcast. Well, you know what? I don't know how to not do it once I've done it, so you live with it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. What? Anyway. I, it's Halloween. I'm sitting here. I didn't get to watch my Diamondbacks lose. I've been recording <laughs> podcasts all day. I was on the radio. I'm talked out. It is your show. Get to work. Wake me up when you're done. Hey, that's not fair. You have to talk to me. I don't know what to do. Stop that. Anyway, hey, guys, this movie was really, I didn't think it was very scary. I thought it was mm, interesting. I'm not, animatronics don't scare me, really. Uh, there wasn't much blood, um, darn, but anyhow, um, but it was a okay movie. It was kind of fun. And, um, I really didn't know that this was patterned after a computer game. So I was really, uh, didn't know what it was about actually. I don't know if patterned is the right terminology, Mom. It is inspired, adapted. Patterned isn't okay. really it. Because there are two different genres and two different mediums. Well, no, well, they're what? the same genre. They're both horror. But they're two different mediums. 
It was written by the same guy that wrote the video game and created the video game. Oh, really? Oh, well, that's very interesting. Well, one of the writers. There's several writers. Hmm. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, I know. I noticed there's like six games at least, maybe more, all, all you know, off of this game. But I didn't know it was a game when I went in there. I just knew the guy was, you know, supposed to um, get this job where he was a night watchman for this building and stuff. No idea what it But, I mean, yeah, it was scary and dark. And, uh, and he had to watch the computer boards, etc. I liked his relationship with his sister and I had no idea why he was having all these dreams about these kids and then his brother drives off in a car didn't understand that much but by the end of the movie I figured it out (laughs) and I thought it was okay I mean um And I actually, I don't get scared by animatronics. Some people do, but I really don't. And uh, I thought that was kind of uh, fun and creepy and different. And uh, the kids that were, well, there's about at least 20 of them in the movie, they all loved it. They thought it was really crazy fun. But they all play the game, I'm sure. Which, I don't know. <laughs> Never seen that game. Question. Hmm? On a scale of 1 to 10, how drunk are you tonight? Zero. Zero? You're lying. I could use you had to be liquored up. Beer. Uh, to stand going through watching that game, I should have had at least three or four bottles of beer, but I don't have any, so nope. How you're acting, the way you're slurring your words, are you sure you're not wasted? I'm not wasted. No. And you're trying to tell me that you're not afraid of Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, the mouse can't even move his face. He doesn't even smile. He can't blink his eyes. And that's not terrifying to you. Not a bit. I don't care. Well, what about the bears at, um... Disneyland that they took down. What was that ride called? I forget what it was called. Oh, Country something. Yeah, the Country, country Bear. Jamboree. And no, I actually have a stuffy of the one bear. Or I did. I don't know where the heck it ended up. Probably in the garage. But yeah, no, that didn't scare me a bit either. I love the animatronics. Because I'm pretty sure they got rid of that show, didn't they? Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. I think they did, from what I hear tell. I won't go to Disneyland again. I couldn't stand to pay those kind of prices. Horrible. Evil. They're Bad. evil because they're trying to get rich? Yeah. They're rich. They could get rich if they lowered the prices. They'd still be rich. So speaking of Disney, have you watched the new South Park yet? No, I haven't. Doggone, I got it. It's on uh, Paramount+. Plus. Oh, Really? Oh, okay. Yes. So you're going to have to call up your grandson. He's going to have to yep. come over, fire yep. up the old boob tube. Right. Fire up the Roku, <laughs> right. scroll to it, 
search for it, find it, and get it going because you have no clue what I just said. It was like I was speaking Chinese. No, it's the New South Park, you said. Yes, but having him do all the stuff to get it to work is like me speaking Chinese to you. You have no idea what I said. Well, I can get to the Roku thing, but after that, I'm not so good. Okay. Okay. But anyway, yeah, I want to see it. I really do. But anyway, this movie is cute. If you played the game, you could go. I don't say it was real creepy, but then it was a PG-13 anyway. So, you know, it's not going to be real vicious. Right. Were you disappointed because there was no nudity? Well, that's always disappointing. But no, I, I don't, you know, I didn't worry about that, you know. Well, Mom, this was, you know, uh, our last film of the sixth annual Harvest Horror Fest. Are you sad? Because you're such a huge lover of horror. I am sad because I was going to try and do the, what was it? Was was it Halloween or, uh, I don't know which one AMC was going to have a whole bunch of them and I w- didn't get a chance to do it and I wasted my time watching that darn ball game. Well, <laughs> then hurry up and record your podcast so you can go watch the rest of it. You got a couple hours. <gasps> Good. I will. I will. I will. Well, why don't you talk about your movie more instead of talking about all this other jibber-jabber? Well, anyway, the movie oh, was... I, I liked the relationship between the brother and the sister. She was really typically what sisters are like at the beginning and really wouldn't behave, wouldn't get along with them, was mean, nasty, horrible. And then later on... And especially after she goes to work with him at Freddy's and uh, she meets the uh, animatronic critters and everything, uh, then she gets better and, you know, she behaves a lot better. And I thought that was very interesting. But, of course, she realized that that, well, you know, I can't give it all away. But anyhow, yeah, I thought that was very Interesting, didn't you? I'm more interested to see if you got any trick-or-treaters this year, because I got none. We got a whopping one. Hey, that's more than I got, and I had full-size candy bars this year. And I'm not disclosing my address for those of you who are thinking of writing it down, all three of our listeners. Although, all three of you probably (laughs) do know where I live, so... Yeah. No, I I don't have full-size candy bars. I wish I could mail you guys some of our candy because I've got a whole lot left. Holy crap. Well, looking into the Skype mirror, I don't think either of us needs any more candy. No, I know I don't because I went crazy. My favorite is the little bitty M&Ms in the packages. And, of course, at Halloween time, that's what we get. I don't like the peanut ones. I like the chocolate ones. And I ate three of three bags (gasps) while I was watching that game. Shame. I know. And then I drank a Coke and uh, now I'm going to be on a wild sugar high all night. Shame. Well, anyway, we had one little kid. His grandpa was taken. I don't know if it was a boy or girl. I can't remember. I didn't go to the door. How dare you tell them what gender they are? 
Oh, never mind. I don't mean that, honestly. Anyway, it was a little kid, and Grandpa was taking that child around the neighborhood. So, anyway, that's the only kid we got. Nope. So, question, what if you had peanut butter M&M's, not peanut, or regular peanut butter M&M's? I don't know, but I had Reese's. You've I never have... had peanut butter M&M's? Never have. What? I haven't. That's like my go-to candy of M&M's. Really? Peanut butter M&M's? Yeah. Oh. Because nope, they taste never. kind of, not really, but kind of like Little Reese's um, peanut butter cups. Oh, well, I don't like Reese's peanut butter cups, so I probably wouldn't like them either. I don't even like peanut M&M's. Who are you? I'm a chocolate M&M person. You are not my mother. I don't know yes, who I you am. are. Yeah, I can show you pictures. Security! <laughs> Imposter! <laughs> I have pictures. I can prove you you're, you're my kid. But you I don't really want don't want to see those pictures. Man. I know. You've you already don't. discussed way too much about your body and noises today before the podcast. I don't need any more. So much blood, you know. Uh, Mom! <laughs> I know it's Halloween and it's a horror movie podcast, but I don't need real life oh, horrors. Isn't this horrible? I mean, it's horrible. It is. So I'm going to end this now. Ma, how many... Reels, cookies, whatever flim flam thing you call it, cookies. <laughs> Do you give Five Nights at Freddy's? I mean, you don't even really talk about the movie. I did too. I don't want to give away whatever happened. You can give away whatever you want. It's your podcast. You know, I'm not going to do that. It spoils it if anybody actually wants to go see a PG-13 movie. Oh, well, Mom, just to let you know, I think this is the highest grossing horror film on opening weekend ever. <gasps> really? It made $78 million in the United States, $130 million oh. worldwide. And I think the only one that came close to it was the 2018 Halloween, and it made like $70 million. Oh, That was my. before COVID. Think about that. Well, hey, I, I, I give it a three. I thought it was good, but I guess a lot of the folks thought it was really great. Well, yeah, so, but the critics think it was garbage. I thought do. it was just okay at best. Mm. I think it could have been better. There's a lot of elements I really enjoyed. And if you're listening to this, this means you probably already listened to my opinion on it earlier in the show. Mike and I talked for a good solid 40 minutes. But uh, um, don't forget to enter our giveaway, by the way, if you made it all the way to this length of time in the podcast. <laughs> well, anyway. I get well, it anyways, what? Well, if it's that everybody, if so many people went to see it, then you should go see it there. Well, are you going to buy the video game for your phone and play it and see if it's better than the movie? No, I think you should and report back. Oh, heck no. That is Ma Hinshaw's homework. Oh, no, it's not. Ma, it's like four or five bucks. It is four or five. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And you I can don't... play it on your phone. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to talk to Michael about it. I'm not good at those things, you know. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Well, that that's my view of, of it was, I thought, well, I thought it was actually kind of cute, you know. 
But you don't say that a horror movie is cute, so I can't say that. Okay? You can say whatever you want. It's your podcast. Do you not understand that? I know you're not used to having freedom, but this is called freedom. And I really liked Foxy, and I can't remember the names of the other ones, but whatever. Foxy? I think Foxy was the most hideous one out of all of them. It was the scariest looking one. That's why I like Foxy. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Big gnarly teeth. You know. Okay, Ma. So, are you done? Are you going to keep talking? I am done. I am done. Well, you keep saying you're done, and then I start talking, and you start talking. Oh, Jesus. Okay, I'm going to go watch a really horrible horror movie. Okay? What's a horror movie? I don't know. Is that like a horror movie with like nine different R's? Yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. good to know. It has some RRR in it, which that was a good movie. What was? RRR. That was a movie? <laughs> you don't remember it was the Indian movie? No. I'm pretty sure you watched oh, it. Yes, I remember it. Oh, that was good. I liked that one. <laughs> no, so, that was- for any of you kids that are listening, um, this is why you don't do drugs. Because <laughs> when you hit 81 years old and you were a, a flower child hippie, oh, you don't no. remember anything that happened not that long ago. I wasn't a hippie. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay, so you're over your 15-minute limit by a lot. Yes. So next week, Ma, you already saw the movie for next week. How dare you? Are you going to go watch it again, or are you just going to do it off of your first show? Well, I would love to go watch it again, but it might be hard to go watch it again. So I may have to. Oh, I want to see it again. Well, what's the movie? Why don't you tell your listeners? The Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, what a movie. Awesome. Well, don't spoil go it. I haven't it. seen it yet. Well, go see it for Pete's sake. I'm going to this week for Good. the review on Friday. Awesome. I want to see it again. Oh, well, anyhow. But it's long. Let me tell you, it's long. Mm-hmm. What, three hours, three and a half, something? Yep. Three hours and 26 minutes, according to the IMDb. Oh, 26. Well, almost half an hour. Okay. Well, anyway, you may take us out. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Right away, ma'am. God, finally, you're starting to take charge of your own podcast. It only took 36 yeah. freaking episodes. Yeah. Anyways, well, thank you, everyone, for listening to My Hitchhiker Loses Her Cookies, episode number 36. Uh, if you made it this far, congratulations. Enter our contest to win a free copy of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. It is a Blu-ray copy this go-around. So, and Ma Hinshaw really liked that movie, but you know she has a thing for Scientologists. No, I love the motorcycles. <laughs> like I said, one day I will get that T-shirt made where it's going to be you in your wheelchair doing that jump instead of a motorcycle and Tom Cruise. Well, that'd be crazy. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, well, thank you again, everyone. For tuning in to yet another riveting episode of Ma Hinshaw Loses Her Cookies. Hopefully the Diamondbacks will not get destroyed tomorrow. Uh, if you're listening to this in the past, let us know and we will share in your tears or joy if they won. Anyways, thanks again, everyone. Toodaloo. Bye.